Welcome back to the Dynasty Alphas Podcast. Get it, birds? Alpha, alpha, alpha. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dynasty Alphas Podcast. You are listening in with your host, Tony Langer, and his co-hosts, Alex Burback and Tony Lennox. What's good, boys? Start from uh, Truman, like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you already like pause, deleted, unsubscribed. <laughs> Just the first like yeah. like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> a little off the cuff, yeah. you know. Left a one star review. Scatting. Yeah. <laughs> Did like swerve off the road yeah. when I had to listen <laughs> oh, in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hope you're okay. <laughs> God. Wow. Yeah, uh, you, know, you never really know what's going to come out of Burback's mouth when that beat starts going. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think he knows. No. He said Dude. he added something to the beat and then that came out. That so I don't think before I speak. No. In no. most situations. No, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Boys, draft weekend was uh, it's come and gone. Yep. It was a rage of a weekend, though. It was Thursday. Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. and then Saturday. We weren't together on Saturday. No, but I still continued the weekend on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not drunk. feeling good Sunday after this. <laughs> the first time I had done three days in a row. Oh, you just got <laughs> trashed on Saturday? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I did. I worked... And then I met, you met yeah, up with me. Met, uh, met up with Lennox, Nikki, uh-huh. and Adri after work just at uh, Patrick McGovern's. Uh, oh, and it just went downhill from there. R.I.P. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Sunday was not Body a good day. I can't handle three days anymore. No. But it was worth it for the draft weekend. A lot oh, yeah. of golf, gars, guys. Yep. You know, just mm-hmm. the big three. <laughs> just guys being dudes. <laughs> it was awesome because we all got work off on Friday. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I missed uh, apparently the best round of golf and the worst round of golf <laughs> yeah. combined. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to say mine over the air, but you can. That's got to be your like, what's up, Langer? How are you? Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm still riding that high. I mean, that's the best I've ever golfed. I got uh, plus eight through nine holes. Ooh, Langer. For me, Tiger. Uh, a lot of you know that I am not very good at golf, so that was pretty sweet for mm-hmm. me because that was a total. Uh, Script flip right there. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Some might say Burbank crapped his pants on the course. Yeah. On I, the course. Yes. <laughs> or before the course. I really <laughs> shit the bed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ended up beating Burbs by 22 strokes. Yeah. You know. Well, you just told him what my vote was. So. <laughs> I, 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 I got a plus 15 then on Sunday. So, like, literally cut it in half. Oh, you went golfing yeah. on Sunday? With too? my dad and my grandpa. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Baby. Yeah. So, I proved, I was just like, okay, I can golf. There you go. <laughs> Friday was just the worst day of golf I've ever <laughs> Where'd had. Where'd you go Saturday? Life. Island Lake, like Shoreview. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. short little par three. It's right by my elementary school. Yes. Yep. It's right yep. there. Right there. That's, that's awesome. where my dad grew up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's wow. sweet. Is it, it, you just did nine holes, par three? Yep. Nice. Yeah. But, like, you know, cut my game in half. Yeah. So, I know. That just made me forget about Friday. <laughs> it was well, still fun. Yeah. Friday was still, oh, like, not going to let it ruin awesome my experience. Time. I think it makes you nervous, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he comes out there, big dick swinging. <laughs> getting shit on my birds. Getting <laughs> shit. Dude, it's good luck. It's good yeah. luck. It's good luck. <laughs> that bird chose you. It did. And yeah. I don't know. I still am so confused how it didn't hit the bill of my hat. It just hit me right in the chest. Oh. I wonder if it was flying towards you and momentum just... It's either that or like my head must have been turned. 
don't yeah. Know. I don't. I don't know. Post swing. I was under trees, so I don't, I don't know if it was just lurking up there waiting for me to walk underneath <laughs> and just dump on me. But. That's right. <clears throat> right there. All right, Lucas, drop it. <laughs> Pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that idiot. He doesn't even see it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, we got really off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Lennox, you actually did some uh, scouting for the uh, Alphas yeah. on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, I got to go to the uh, spring game for the Gophers with uh, Mi Madre. And honestly, Chris Ottman-Bell is going to be legit yes. this year. Like, we got another one. Yes. Tyler Johnson, Rashad Bateman, and now Chris Ottman-Bell. So, I see you. Yeah, he made some sweet catches Moss to do in the end zone. Yes. So I'm super excited about the Gophers this year. Row the boat, babe. Row the boat. Is this still – it's going to be Tanner Morgan? Tanner Morgan, Mohamed Ibrahim in the backfield, and then Ottman-Bell. The rest, I have no wow. idea. Wow. No idea. Okay, so, okay. Hey, maybe yeah. we'll have someone come Probably out. Probably, like, under 500 in the Big Ten, you know, yep. but it's going to be With fun. Tanner Morgan, for sure. Got to have some hope, boys. Hey, at, le- at, least, at least the Gophers have a 25-year-old running back. That's yeah. good. Yeah. We play Ohio State week one, so, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, what? good. Who's our QB? That's the thing. We got a chance. Not Justin Fields. Anyone probably better than Tanner Morgan. Uh, <laughs> good, good chance, yeah. Um. All right, boys, let's get into this draft recap. So we uh, last week we gave you guys kind of a wild, all-over-the-place episode <laughs> that was fun. while watching the first round of the NFL draft. So we'll try to keep it a little more composed this time yeah, around. Sh- a pick's in, a pick's in. Let's <laughs> stop talking I, for a little Adam, 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 remote. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go, ba- go back and listen to it. I haven't yet. I'm I, sure I sound like an idiot. I'm scared to listen to it. <laughs> no, you just, like, could not keep your focus. No, dude. <laughs> yeah, we talked... ADHD and drunk? <laughs> that's a that's a spicy <laughs> yeah. combination. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But yeah, we had Ryan was there keeping us on task. Yeah, Ryan Ryan was doing a good job. Yeah. Shout out uh Rye Guy So Fly. Mm-hmm. Dr. Um, Rye Guy. <laughs> Dr. Lang. Yep. So in the first round, we had five quarterbacks, and I know we covered off on most of that. We mm-hmm. only had two running backs, which like that's it's actually a pretty yeah, solid that, year. That was, that was more than what I thought. I thought mm-hmm. there'd be Najee to, the, maybe, yeah. to Pittsburgh, I thought the other two were going to go past. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we had five receivers and one tight end. So that's a decent amount of uh, skill guys for our dynasty drafts coming up here. Mm-hmm. Um, got 13 guys there that just in the first round. Um, my biggest surprise out of that first round was Kadarius Tony. Yep. if I'm being honest. Ooh, okay. um, ETN was a shock. I, I was going to say That was ETN. my biggest one. But... I did not see Kadarius Tony going that early ahead of all the guys that he went ahead of. That's like, I just fair. Did yes. not see that That's fair. Yeah, ahead of I, I know what you're saying. Because yep. I'd seen him mock, so I was just relying on that information that he was consistently mocked in the first. So, like, I, I mean, yep. I had a mock not to the Giants, obviously, because they're picking at 11 at the yeah. start of the night. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know if that's the best player they could have picked. But, I mean, Bateman kind of is a little bit of a Galladay in a sense. So, it's like, mm-hmm. maybe fits their team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, ETN, that was the surprise by me, is that Jacksonville decided to spend one of their first when they had a bunch of other picks and mm-hmm. a bunch of other team needs yeah. on the running back. So, mm-hmm. that was... And they, they had, like, the 33rd overall pick, too. So yeah. They, That's I mean, what was so weird. He probably like, would have still been there. Yes. Yeah, who He knows? definitely would have still the been there. Yeah, maybe? they might have been worried about the Bills, the Bucks. Who knows? Like, oh. I, yeah, maybe... Okay. Um, I had I also had Kadir, like you Lennox had Kadarius Tony mocked in the first only because like I saw that the NFL was way higher on him mm-hmm. than Twitter was mm-hmm. so I was just like uh, this is probably gonna happen yep. but it was the biggest it's probably the biggest reach of the first round but the biggest shock was definitely ETN to the Jaguars mm-hmm. 
And you heard it on the pod. I was just straight ass denial of that pick. Oh yeah, that <laughs> Ryan diagnosing you with all the stages. <laughs> yeah, I know. Grief. And I, I think I went through all five in a matter of like fifteen seconds. I cried and then screamed at someone, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, "Take me." <laughs> Some bargaining going on. <laughs> Acceptance didn't come way till way later, yeah. but yeah. I, I've gotten there now. Like I've gotten there. That a boy. Yeah, yeah. but it was still just. I think it was. Along with, well, I think it was a dumb pick. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest. That's fair. Right? I don't for know a franchise. More, yeah, I mean, sure. For a, a rebuilding franchise, you mm-hmm. know, but I that, get paired that with landing spot was shocking to me. So, like, if there's a most shocking landing spot, then mm-hmm. yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Travis Etienne landing on the Jags because that blew all of our minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get Trevor Lawrence a buddy though. You know, like yeah. he goes to Duval with a buddy now. <laughs> that that must be a new thing Did because pulling down there. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Trevor. Hi, Mrs. ETN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it seems like a trend now because what were there? Four? Burrow and Chase, Burt's Devonta, uh-huh. Tua Waddle, and Lawrence ETN. Yep. And the Vikings defensive end and defensive tackle. Tackle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like right up there. Woo. <laughs> that might be better than all of them, honestly. I know. <laughs> it must be a trend, though. Like, and all. All second years except Trevor Lawrence, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Must be a, in the war room. Stuff, like, what's, who's his best friend? Who's his best friend? <laughs> Get that guy. Oh, do you remember when I said, by the way, that like Lawrence and ETN were like two and one? I like Googled it. Like, Lawrence's, Lawrence was 16 and ETN was nine. So, like, I was even close. Do you remember when I said, oh, like, for their numbers? Oh, can you imagine if they could be like two and oh. one? I looked it up. It wasn't even close. It was 16 and nine. Those are their numbers on the Jags now? Yeah. No, 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 no. That was oh, their Matt Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the day of the draft, I was like, oh, <laughs> could you imagine like two and one? I, another one where like I had to fact check myself on some of these days. <laughs> you just, just like, you just say it with so much confidence. It like makes me second guess it. I or you'll be like, there's no way that's accurate. Yeah. I would 100% been like, oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence is number one. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, quarterbacks are usually number one, so, you know. Anyways, off topic. Um, so we actually we didn't obviously get to talk to you guys at all about uh, day two of the draft where mm-hmm. uh, the second and third round occurred and um, it was super fun to watch but mm-hmm. honestly a little disappointing to me. Yep, there were not that many skill guys that went. I feel like and they didn't go to the spots I think we wanted them to go no. to. No, so uh-uh. that hurt. Yeah, you know when the Broncos are trading up for Javante Williams, he's not going I was to the Jets or the Falcons. Dolphins, Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that one's that one's crazy to me. I mean, it really that one in my mind really hurts Melvin Gordon because oh, he's oh, already God, yeah. an old running back, and people were hyping him up recently because Lindsey left and they did nothing to really replace that. Mm-hmm. So he was set to be just an absolute workhorse running back, but mm-hmm. now they trade up for Javante Williams, and he's yeah. a bruiser. He can catch passes. He can really do it all. Oh yeah, and we, we've seen the writing on the wall and like the. Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb's behind him, or Mark Ingram. Dude, that, and... That's the exact thing that came to my mind with that pick. Like that, that's Carlos the... Hyde and Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or J.K. Dobbins. Even, I thought of Dobbins and so, Mark Ingram. Yeah, the same thing where same thing. maybe the first eight weeks, it's like, okay, this, the incumbent starter is getting those touches. But all of a sudden, it's like, okay, new guy in town is way better. Just yeah. way better. Yeah. And then eventually, he's just going to take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Javante even reminds me a little bit of Nick Chubb. Like, he's just, like, he'll just body people. He's, like, a slower yeah. Nick Chubb. Yeah, like he's super elusive, super powerful. Yep, 
He's like, not as fast. No, no, not as fast breakaway speed. You're no, right. no, no. But I think I think Javante is going to be a really, really good player. So yeah. that's definitely someone to keep an eye out on uh, in your rookie drafts. But Especially when Aaron Rodgers is out in Denver. Oh my God. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Don't to get me Javante excited. Williams. <laughs> Dude, the Aaron Jones comps are coming out. Oh, hey. Both got dreads. <laughs> uh, we saw some pretty. We saw like five tight ends go in the first three rounds. So there were four. I think they were. Three were in the third round, and a lot of those were surprising to me with, like, Tommy Tremble going to Carolina. Interesting. Tom, yeah. or, sorry, Tari Tr- Tommy Tremblay going Tommy to Carolina. Tommy Tremblay, thank you. Uh, Trey McKitty, who? who? Going to the, he had six catches last year, going to the Chargers in the third round. I know. And what? there's another guy who I don't he had even six, know. Yeah, true. Six catches. Oh, Hunter Long. Hunter going Long to the Dolphins. Oh, my God. All right. That, sorry. All right, Do you want to yeah. pour one out? Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to like pour one out for both of them. Like, I'm, yeah, like, true. Like, he was sort of like that fringe tight end one, and I liked him. Just naturally he played volleyball. He was sweet, like athletically off the charts. But now he gets a guy who I really liked, led receptions for the NCAA for tight ends. Especially your Hunter Long, so it's like holy crap! Like great for Tua, he has a bunch of options now. But you it's know. like they're they're gonna hurt each other. So it was like two guys that I liked, and now it's it's kind of like maybe Hunter Henry and Janu both going the same yeah. spot. It's like they, I don't know if you want either now. Yeah. Yep. And all those guys you named, I think even McKitty went. Trey McKitty went before Brevin Jordan. Oh yeah, he went the oh, fifth. Brevin Jordan went the fifth. Dude, round, yeah. what was what was that? Like even for me, getting like Trey McKitty and some of these tight ends, like Hunter Long, like Tommy Tremble. Over Tremblay. Sorry, I know that's my yeah, it's guy. Your, it's your thing. I, the blocking thing, like, I don't think the Panthers are really like, hey, we're going to get this dude in the passing game. Like, no. <laughs> they don't they need have, to. They don't need to. <laughs> but even before Brevin Jordan, even, I love Tommy Tremblay, and I'm like, what was that? I I feel like it is the blocking, like, NFL teams value yeah. blocking over in undersized pass-catching tight end. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's kind of like yeah. Thad Moss. He's been tossed around, like, yeah. team to team as, like, this athletic Joe Burrow tight end. It's like no, nah, the NFL just doesn't necessarily need that kind of yeah. player. I guess. Irv Smith. Yeah. Irv Irv Smith. Are we talking Irv Smith right now? We'll see. <laughs> hopefully, he, hopefully he's a better blocker. I don't know. I really don't know about his blocking. So I, I have absolutely no idea. But um, so what was what was like the most surprising thing from day two for you guys? For me personally, it was Dwayne Eskridge and Tutu oh, Atwell okay, yeah. going before Terrace Marshall. And I love Terrace Marshall. You guys all know that. Yep. He's my boy. Mm-hmm. And stupid Dwayne Eskridge and the 140-pound Tutu Atwell, Doo-doo. whose helmet Doo-doo. is bigger than his chest, went before Terrace Marshall. Got to be light to be a ballerina. Yeah, God. I mean, what are the Seahawks and Rams doing? I mean, the Rams are incompetent at drafting receivers. They've yeah, it, it, it is weird that, like, I didn't know if, that either of those teams was going to draft a receiver. Like, you have Woods and Cup. Yeah. It seems like set to go for the Rams, and that's DK and Lockett for the Seahawks. So, like, both those, like, second-round receivers, that's usually, like, I like day two capital. But then it's, like, these guys are buried in the in depth charts, mm-hmm. like, undersized guys who I didn't think were going to be relevant before this. So, like, yeah, no, I agree. Like, I, I don't really know what those teams are necessarily doing other than maybe getting depth, getting speed, like, getting decoys. Because yeah. there doesn't seem like they're going to get a lot of targets. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're – I think they're – I think they're both uh, special teams okay. uh, returners. That could help. But I also, like, I think it was the nerds or the footballers talking about, you know, this NFL's offense needing to take the tops off of defense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I think decoy. You know, like, get them downfield, take a corner with you. Mm-hmm. I think Dwayne Eskridge was a reach. 
but not nearly as much as Tutu Atwell. I, 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 Dwayne Eskridge still was a dumb pick, yeah. but Tutu, right, like in the second, that is, I had Dwayne Eskridge going in the third, I thought he'd go in the third or fourth. Yeah. I had Tutu, like, maybe not get drafted. Well, the Kuiper and McShay, they both had him as an early round pick, which I know, is crazy. Like, I know. I they must be seeing something else that, like, we don't see. They have like, the ends, dude. So, <laughs> I clearly the NFL sees him as, as talented, yeah. so, like, we'll see what happens with him, but I, it's <sighs> hilarious that Twitter was so, so against them, and I then know. they end up. Going ahead of a guy that everyone was on. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's so yeah. dumb. It, it was the, so dumb. It was so stupid. <sighs> so, like, uh, okay, they're both fast, sure, but neither of them are as fast as Terrace Marshall, who's also like five inches taller than Eskridge. No, he's like seven inches taller than Eskridge and probably <laughs> two feet taller than Atwell. He's <laughs> bigger, faster, hits every metric. What are you doing, Rams and Seahawks? Okay. Why are you so incompetent? I don't know. I mean, I'm happy Terrace Marshall <laughs> didn't go to the Seahawks, actually, because DK is obviously, yeah, like, I mean, he does everything that Terrace Marshall does. Oh, that would have better, been probably. Spot for yeah. him. But, and just to get into Terrace Marshall himself, I actually like it on the Panthers. I like him. He isn't, he's Joe their Brady number connection. one, Joe Brady connection, number one red zone threat outside of McCaffrey. Like, DJ Moore, yeah. like, your big thing, he doesn't catch touchdowns. He's not a red zone target. He's consistently... Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and Robbie Anderson's probably one year. He had yeah, he had gone. two touchdowns last year. Yeah. yeah, he has there I mean, yeah, he has one year left on his deal. So and unless he resigns. Yeah. But yeah, Terrace Marshall's super young. He's big, he's athletic. He did get second round draft capital. Whether or not it was behind uh two terrible receivers, that's uh it's up to you to decide. But I, I still love Terrace Marshall. So. Yeah. I he was my so a, a little bit of what you said, he was my biggest shock. Mm. That he fell as far as he did. When I saw Dwayne Eskridge 2-2 Atwell, mm-hmm. guys going above. Uh, I would also say my other biggest shock to like you know include another one. Besides Javante, no running backs in second or third. Like Ooh, the okay. Falcons passing on all of them. Dolphins. Dude, Mike Davis. Trey lives. Sermon. Trey Sermon went in the third. Ah, fuck, you're right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and Burback strikes again. <laughs> I, I guess what I meant is not as many. No, like, no, no, no. The fel- both I have on either one of my fantasy teams, but Miles Gaskin <laughs> and Mike Davis yeah. live to see the day. Two guys we thought were about to be execution yeah. style deaths. From oh, yeah. I thought for take him, sure take him the Falcons. Take him out the pasture, yeah. right, Lennox? Take, take, take him out the pasture. <laughs> Shoot him back. <laughs> I think the Dolphins, like, they don't draft running backs, so, okay, it makes a little sense. But yeah. the Falcons cut Edo Smith and then didn't draft a running back. Uh-huh. It, I don't know what they're, like, Arthur like Smith is doing or whatever. Yeah. No, mine was... That was a big shock for me. Uh, and you guys were here to witness it. It was... When the Cardinals drafted Rondell Moore and I jumped out of my seat, I got so hyped I could not believe it. Yeah. Being Lennox, a, like, Lennox wet himself. I literally probably crapped my pants or shit the bed, no, some might say. Um, <laughs> some might say. Have better control. But I was just – I was not expecting that pick. Um, Rondell Moore is a guy who just has so much potential. Like Electric. It's injuries that are holding him back mm-hmm. in his height. Um, but either way, Kyler gets a legit potential art like uh, wide receiver two in that offense. So I, I got so hyped mm-hmm. um, that that was I was just surprised it happened. Yeah. I was very happy it happened. Yeah, I, I didn't think he'd go that early. Like I thought he'd go maybe in the second, but not 
Uh, I thought maybe late second, early mm-hmm. third, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly had absolutely no idea what to think of him. <clears throat> like, of like where he was going to go in the draft prior to mm-hmm. day, or prior to that day. I assumed he would go at least on day two, like second, yeah, third round. Gonna but, take the chance yeah, someone's going to take the chance. And um, I did not expect him to the Cardinals though. That's a cool spot. That was cool. It's sexy. Um, it's cool. a sexy spot. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to see how Kingsbury uses him. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully he can be creative because that's what it's going to take for him to be successful. I think. I bet he gets carries with like I mean Kenny Drake gone, James Conner and Edmonds. Like that's I don't know. I bet he gets some yep. end around stuff, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, running up the middle at some D tackles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> five seven coming. It, it is sick that he has Hopkins, um, Fitzgerald, and Green to freaking mentor him. Retire. He better retire. Okay, but AJ Green, you're right. It, I mean, still like just some Christian vets. Kirk. Yeah, definitely. Hey, see Christian over there? Hey, hey, we're doing risers and fallers on this one. Just wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, get to Kurt. But Burbeck, to bring it back to your point, um, I saw – don't quote me on this. You guys can go find the tweet yourselves if you think I'm wrong, which I might be. Um, last year there were 11 running backs drafted in the top three rounds. This year there were four. four. Wow. Like that's how bad this class is. This is a horrific rookie class. If you have third-round picks, just burn them. They're useless. Fourth rounders, get rid of them. There's like with class, running backs, you're saying, or just in no, general? just in general. Like this class is so weak. There's not like outside of quarterback. There's like nothing. I've gotten to the. I've when doing mocks, getting to the third. I don't like it. Does yeah. Once you're past like pick twenty, it's a crapshoot. Um, I think that's be, not because of talent though. I think that it has a lot to do with what you're saying. Draft capital, like oh, teams. Yeah. Teams, because early on, but pre-draft, mm-hmm. it was get as many thirds as you can. This class is deep in talent. Mm-hmm. But then so many teams waited until the fourth, fifth, sixth rounds to draft these guys. And they went to terrible landing spots. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, never mind. Like, mm-hmm. that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I've so been seeing, I, I know what you're saying. I've been seeing on Twitter that this is like the weakest class since 2016, which was horrific. <sighs> and it's like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be interesting. You guys are going to have to really, like, dig deep and... Do some research and find those diamonds Ooh. in the rough because the, it gets ugly after like seventeen or eighteen yeah. players. Yeah, I feel like we're not normally gifted five first round quarterbacks though. So maybe mm. this is like a one of the deepest quarterback classes we'll yeah. have and like weak at some other positions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the first round is very strong in the uh-huh. draft, but after that is when it gets really iffy. Like outside, like after probably like I said, like the top sixteen or so, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. good luck. And we've had an influx of great offensive positions in the last two years so we got a lot of young guys set in their roles on teams where like they could wait Mm -hmm. till later and uh offensive skill players drop too Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see pickens who who all hits from this class in a few years because it's it's looking a little bleak for me right now personally but yeah, like those like those quarterbacks are awesome. Like five first round quarterbacks. Yeah. Like you said, you mm-hmm. don't get that very pits. often. So. You don't usually get pits. Oh, mm-hmm. you never get pits. Yeah. He's already like the tight end one on Dynasty, apparently, to people, so that's something else. See that, do you see that Dynasty Rich had him as tight end two? That's fair. Dude, you gotta just tune know. out Dynasty Rich. <laughs> Why have you not learned this yet? Pits is that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just could I was just like, dude, come on. Like Kelsey's like five years in a row. Waller just had like Two thousand yards, not really. But. It's dynasty, bro. It's, it's dynasty. age, man. I get it. I know. It's We're all ageist in dynasty. No, to be fair, he had Hawk as tight end two before he put Pitts at tight end two. So like Kelsey and Waller are like out the door. Yeah. They're out. They're out in the pasture for, for that guy. So. Oh. 
Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. But yeah, Pitts is gonna be a beast. Falcons, shout out Falcons. Yep, that was pretty chalk. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Let's get into the risers and fallers here. Um, we kind of all did different things, so this will be interesting to see. <laughs> we don't even have a set number of risers or fallers we're going to get to, so we're just going to keep mm-hmm. going around the circle. Uh, someone's yeah. going to give a name. They're going to give their comments. We'll, uh, If we feel the need to comment, we will comment. Okay. And then we'll oh. move on to the next guy. That sounds good. And then we'll, so we'll do a round of risers, round of fallers. Until just we, keep going. Just keep yeah, going. Until okay. we... Uh, Hit the end. Should we start with like a position or something like that? If you want to, I have some quarterback winners. I have some running back preparations. Just on point right now. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what, what, what Lennox? You're gonna go first. What position do you want to start with? Let's do wide receivers. All right. Okay. Wide out. So I'll start with a riser. Uh, and this riser, uh, it's it's a combination of him rising because uh, Devonte Adams is losing Aaron Rodgers. Um, but that is, I have A.J. Brown jumping from my wide receiver six overall to wide receiver three overall. A.J. Nice. Brown. Woo-hoo. I am so excited about A.J. Brown this year because he's losing Corey Davis's targets. He's losing, or the team is losing Janu's targets. Janu. And they added no threat to take those targets. So A.J. Brown, he's been so explosive, so ridiculous with the targets he's gotten. Mm-hmm. And now he's, he's potentially going to get so many more that I, I just, I think he has a chance to... Jump into the elite, elite, elite tier mm-hmm. in dynasty. This situ in in the, the way the situation is is looking right now. So stock is up on AJ Brown. Jumped into my top three for Woo. receivers. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I definitely had him as a winner because they added nothing. Nobody. They added Nobody. Des Fitzpatrick in the fourth, who is like he's probably I think he's older than AJ Brown already, and he really is just not that great of a prospect. I've so, never yeah. even heard of him. Honest, yeah. So. so nice, nice job, Titans. Good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great drafting. Yeah. Great drafting. <laughs> the only hope is that teams don't just like entirely just focus on shutting him down. But like yeah. that's what Derrick Henry will help with because teams need like they need to focus. They on that. know the Titans are going to run the hell out of the ball, and they know Derrick Henry will destroy them if they don't mm-hmm. like do things to stop him so AJ Brown's kind of the Derrick Henry of receivers like he, oh, I know. he destroys dudes I know it's yeah. insane I, yeah and he carries them too yeah like there's so many where guys are like trying to get the ball out and tackle him uh-huh. and he's just like running like this <laughs> and like no one can get him down it's like he's only six foot yeah. <laughs> I honestly think an injury is the only thing that can take him down at this yeah. point because yep. if he gets the target volume that I expect him to get it could be bonkers yeah it's gonna be crazy man Burroughs why don't you give a riser uh, one of my biggest risers was LaVisca Chenault, and I think he was a riser Ooh. for everyone. With T-Law? But with T-Law and, you know, just a uh, big improvement on their offense in general, on their team. Um, I had LaVisca down in the 40s, and he is now wide receiver 32 for me. Um, I just, I think he's, I think he's the number one wide receiver there over Chark. Because I think he can do more okay. than Chark can. Um, where, you know, LaVisca can... He he can be in those lower ADOT areas where mm-hmm. I think Chark is really a deep threat only. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to be very friendly to a rookie QB. Even though, like, one of the best, you know, QB prospects we've seen since Luck. You still want the friendly running backs in ETN and then the short yardage wide receivers that LaVisca can do. Mm-hmm. I am those slants. And he plays like a running back, too. Yeah. So I am very excited about LaVisca. Plus, plus uh, Lawrence doesn't have any pillows to throw to. No pillows. Yeah, what no. was that? No tight ends by the Jakes. No like, pillows. That's surprising. Yeah. yeah. LaVisca's got to be the pillow. 
Yeah, there you go. Shapillo. LaVisca Shapillo. That doesn't make sense, but no. <laughs> that was a reach. That was a reach. Let's, let's just forget you ever said that. Yeah. All right, later. Later. Right um, <laughs> Shapillo. Shapillo. <laughs> wow. Um, so I'm going to – so Lennox gave a running back. Burback gave a receiver. I gave a wide receiver. Oh, you gave me I am really dumb. I will continue the wide receiver trend then. Um, and this one is pretty sweet. Uh, Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney are winners for me. Darnell Mooney Big was time. one of them for me, yep. Yep. Uh, first focusing on A-Rob, he finally has a quarterback. Thank mm-hmm. the Lord. Yeah. Justin Fields is without a doubt Without even ever playing a snap in the NFL, the best quarterback that Allen Robinson has yeah. ever had. So and there's funny. no doubt that he's going to start week one. Like, Ryan yeah. Pace needs his job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if he fails, if the team fails this year, he's out. So it's like you got to at least give the hope that Fields will turn into something. So Andy Dalton's done. Like, there's no chance he starts yeah. week one. No. no chance. Exactly. And um, a stat I brought up, like, back when we were doing either – I don't even know what episode it was, but um, I brought this up earlier. Over the last two years, A-Rob is the wide receiver four – in fantasy combined, while playing with Trubisky and Foles, so I think that he can that's be one Super Bowl between them. True, that is, and I, that's a fact, I guess. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, but I think the sky is honestly the limit with a Rob. Like I, I would lock him into at least a wide receiver one overall. Like not overall, but like what top twelve wide receiver he'll he's a lock for that, and I think he mm-hmm. has potential to get up to around five or so. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll I'm be interesting. What do you think he does after the franchise tag year, though? Yeah, kind of depends. If Fields uh, looks good, probably. I think if Fields looks good and A Rob balls out, I don't see why he wouldn't resign. Sure. Yeah. With a with a young quarterback, he's the definite number one. Uh-huh. He gets. 150 targets a year. I don't know why he wouldn't resign, but um, I guess that's for a next offseason sort of deal because I don't think he's going anywhere this mm-hmm. this year. But I think that'd be more up to the Bears because he's going to request a certain amount of money. Oh, he's and, and it'll be the Bears being like, will 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 he pay them or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will they pay him or not? <laughs> but yeah, I I'm super excited about him, and then obviously Mooney is Mooney like subsequently because they be didn't a winner draft anyone else, right? Um, so not that I know, no they, they drafted no a guy named note. Daz Newsom in the sixth out of yeah. UNC. Yeah, okay. so no one of note that's gonna yeah. like usurp either of the top two receivers. No, no, no. So Mooney, Mooney should have a good amount of targets, <laughs> and hopefully Fields can connect with them on some of those deep throws. That yeah, Foles or Trubisky, cannot. like Chris Olave, was at the Ohio that's State. That's the Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Lennox, give us an uh, give us a faller. How about? Same wide receivers, so we just keep whatever, whatever you want, man. Well, I'll just I'll keep that train going. Um, and this is kind of an obvious one, but for me, how far he fell is a little shocking. But Devontae Adams, he was my wide receiver Woo! one. <laughs> With the news that Rodgers is likely not going to be in Green Bay, he has now fallen to my wide receiver seven overall. Woo! So uh, this is a hundred percent thinking that he is losing the MVP. I do not trust Jordan Love yet. I mean, who knows? We have not seen an actual action, but I just don't at this point. And, and Adams just had that special connection with Rodgers, and Rodgers was always looking for him in the end zone. No matter what, they had that going. So he is no longer the wide receiver one, but he's still a wide receiver one. Like, seven overall, like, uh, it's still a wide receiver one. But to me, there's just a bunch of other guys who I think have better situations. Mm-hmm. Because Rodgers is leaving Green Bay, it seems it seems like he for sure, for sure is right. I, I mean, I, I don't is, see dude. how he's going to stay. There, I mean, the news today, like he's comparing the Packers was it owner 
uh, GM. GM to Jerry the Bulls Cross. GM that yeah. Michael Jordan like hated with all of yeah. Did you that, see that he was telling he's burning free agents that he was not going to be on the Packers? Wow. Like in 2021 apparently. When? Because they also told him that. Huh? The Packers told Aaron Rodgers they were going to trade him. I mean, that's fair, but I mean, it seems like he think, had his mind made up. Do you think that's why so many wide receivers took one-year contracts so they can get where Rodgers is at next year? That's possible. Just, uh, just no, an influx of like, money. Yeah, I know. I think they did <laughs> that could be a reason why they, no one went to the Packers. I don't know. Once, once Kumro was gone, it went downhill, yeah, baby. You can't just cut Kumro and get away with it. No. Hey, <laughs> we, we're talking about pairing your QBs with their buddies. Yes. Kumro was Rodgers' buddy. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, dude, I <laughs> you don't cut the buddy. <laughs> you don't cut the buddy. Look at his hair. I also had Devonte as a loser. To be fair, I haven't I haven't redone my wide receiver ranks yet. Um, I'll do that sometime in this next week. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he would he would absolutely not be my wide receiver one anymore. And I mean, it's as simple as Rodgers is leaving. Yep. And Adams will not be getting 180 targets from yeah. Aaron Rodgers anymore. 100%. Yep. And it, the touchdown. Efficiency to Devontae yeah. Adams is going to go way down. Like, up, mm. Yeah, it's not a Rogers led offense anymore. Yeah, yeah it, mm-hmm. it could get real ugly with Jordan Love uh, at quarterback. But mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Give the guy a shot. Who knows? But either way, Adams is moving. I'd rather down. have Kellen Mond. I mean, duh. Who won? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Burbs, give us a faller. <sighs> a big faller for me. I mean, it'd be easy to name the, any of the Bengals wide receivers, but I'm going to say. It's got to be Hollywood. Brown. Ah, you took mine. Yeah, Sorry, dude. Fair. And I have Hollywood, and I've tried to keep my positivity. I'm actually proud of you. I'm actually happy you brought him up. So right? I didn't have to bring him up again. Now you can bring up the Bengals guys that you own. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, he's now, like, even in, like, Rashad, again, Rashad Bateman not even played a snap. The third receiving option on the team behind Andrews and Bateman. Um, he's had drop problems. And he does not have the catch radius that Lamar requires from his receivers. Where that's why I have Bateman higher. Like Bateman's gonna go up like Galladay, and he's just gonna go get the ball where it is. Hollywood can't do that. Um, they're a run first team, and he's the third option. Bateman in the first to the Ravens. I'm gonna destroy his fantasy value. Like I have to hold on to him. Destroyed and Hollywood's fantasy value. What did I say? You, you just said you didn't specify. Oh, so yeah, okay. Cool. Yes, yeah. Hollywood's value. Uh, and that was very disappointing. What about your the, boy Tylen Wallace in the fourth? I kind of like it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, for for, no, I mean a, for Hollywood. For Hollywood. I mean, they've added Bateman, Wallace, and Watkins this offseason. Oh, I totally forgot about yeah, Sammy. They added Boykin, they added Duvernay. It's like, they all suck. <laughs> I think Wallace, Boykin... Both of those guys easily could be cut. Duvernay will stay because he's their returner. Sure. He's yeah. the kick and punt returner. Boykin and Tylen Wallace, even though he's just drafted, those are easy cuts by the Ravens. But, yeah, Hollywood's fantasy value went down the toilet. It sucks. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. He it's was my third year, fall. too. I still think – and he was a first-round receiver. He was. Like, what kind of yeah. fall from a first-round – like, this is like Kevin White territory. John Roth, you know, but he's different. I still think yeah. he has potential – it's just the situation's awful. Yeah. I mean, right. he was my number one wide receiver father. I would be shocked if he ever sees the targets he got last year again. At least with the Ravens. Targets, no. And he didn't produce with them. So, I mean, I would be very surprised. Um, I think you could help the the Ravens use him better. You know, like, 
they got to focus on the other. So, mm-hmm. you know, oh, Hollywood's free down the field. For fantasy, though, this is brutal. Yep, I agree. Um, my other faller, I mean, can I, I'll just mention him quick, and then I'll get into another faller, but uh, Christian Kirk. <laughs> I mean, we... R.I.P. We've been... I think all of us, even Lennox, have been saying, like, he sucks for, you know, this, yeah. was, this was a long time. Yeah. If you still have Christian Kirk on your team, what are you doing? Should trade him for anything. What are you doing, Jesse? <laughs> Jess? God, get rid of him. Too late. Yeah, I know. Now, now, now he has literally zero value. I wouldn't trade a ham sandwich for him. I don't even like ham. Um, Whoa. There's, yeah, there's really nothing that would Not make me ham. want Christian Kirk in We're Dynasty. We're a pro ham podcast. In any actual fantasy football no. league. Like, no matter how deep it is, I just don't want him. I would trade him for, if anyone would give me anything, he'd be gone. Like like a fourth round pick. Yeah. Oh, I'd trade him. Yeah. See you later. Even that's, though I hate this. That's class. like par for the course for like the past four years for you though. So. Oh, I know. I've always. <laughs> yeah. I was I was high on Christian Kirk, and then slowly I've gone down the slope where you've just been like, no, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I traded for him from you one time, and I traded him away like the next week because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. Um, just pounced. Just did pounce. Just <laughs> did pounce. It kind of um, just shows. Sorry, if you no, want. Go, go it kind of just shows like if you think. I've been contemplating trading away Hollywood for a long time, but uh-huh. I, I keep saying, "What if they don't draft a receiver?" Or if you when think, they traded for the second first and came I know. out and said, "Like one of those I picks know. is receiver." I yeah, they pretty much told us. But <laughs> if you think your receiver is going to get usurped by a draft pick, I just trade them. Like you know, you're probably better off getting what you can before that happens. Do you know what? Like Rondale Moore to Arizona. Bateman to the um, Ravens, Terrace Marshall to the Panthers. Like, you probably could have traded Robbie Anderson for way more than you could now. I still think there's a difference between, like, trade value and actual value. Like, I still think Robbie is a top 24 receiver. I don't think Terrace Marshall stops his potential there. But you get way less for him You have now. a better quarterback now. Like, you had Teddy Bridgewater supporting two is top 24 that, receivers. Is he that much better? Three top 25 receivers. Three top 25 receivers. Yeah. So, all I'm saying is, like, but would you, right. would you have the, rather traded Robbie before or after the draft? Before. Sure, but I don't want to trade him at all is like kind of what I'm saying. Like, I, don't in, think in you're, essence, I, think what, I think what you're saying, and I agree, I don't think his trade value is equal to his value to your team. Yeah, and that's like, where I don't like, think anyone would really ever think give you anything. I think after Hollywood's terrible season, like his trade value has been garbage. So like you just hold on to him because you hope. Like there's, yeah. there's that past of he's a first-round pick. Like there's nobody else in this offense. Now you're just living in the reality of like I still have him. But like yeah. you weren't going to trade him before – because there was like no one really, really was buying. That's yeah, it. you know what I'm saying. Uh, that makes sense. Yep. So I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I can I can just give another wide receiver follow here because Christian Kirk doesn't really count because that's just a gimme. But uh, yeah, like you said, Burbs T against Tyler Boyd. Um, they take a hit, definitely. Um, I think we all dropped Higgins a little bit down our ranks. Um, I do still love him. He's still going to be top twenty ish for me. Um, yep. Tyler Boyd takes a hit. Um, like I said earlier, I haven't read on my wide receiver ranks, but I'm sure he's going to fall. I have bit. him at 44. Ooh, I have he, him below yeah, Jarvis. I don't think I have, fall that far. I have me. Boyd below Jarvis. He is I the, wonder what his he is contract the, situation is because he's locked in for like do, two years. Yeah, but he's the fourth option on that team if you count Mixon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you count rush attempts, yeah. But No, Boyd I mean passing. More, Boyd will get more passing targets than, than Mixon. Oh. I would, if you want to make a bet, I would bet that right now. Well, yeah, for sure. I think he could get more targets, but it's just to me, it's like a 
if you're in a PPR format, Boyd could be fine, but you can't guarantee any touchdowns from him at this point. You can't guarantee like over 100 yard games. It's like you could. Those, hope are, that those he's, are already like few and far between. Yeah, so, but it's like he's going to be their slot guy, and slot guys can rack up a yeah, six to yeah. eight catch game where it's like if you're in a full PPR, that can be something. Half PPR, uh, you got to get some yards, you maybe got to get a touchdown. So, like, that's Boyd is for sure dropping, but he could still hold some value because Burrow might throw it 600 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, AJ Green had 104 targets last yeah. year. So. Hollywood or Boyd? Boyd. Oh my God. Don't, don't even ask me. Don't even ask me. Oh, Boyd. I have, I have so Hollywood over it's, Boyd. It's all team build up for me because if I have a guy like a Robert Woods, I want a Hollywood on my team because I play him a certain week. He scores a 50 yard touchdown. He scores like double what Boyd does. But if I have some of those type of guys, if I have Will Fuller on my team, if I'm a Ruggs owner, if I'm a yeah. Tyreek owner, it's like I want the safety of a Boyd where I just get those, you know, in my in my mind, Jamison Crowder points where I yeah. just throw them out there and I'll get those eight catches and, and we deal with it. So it's it's yep. team build-up to me, but I, in a vacuum, I, Hollywood, because he's my boy. Yeah. and I, <laughs> Well, no, and I put five rookie wide receivers above Tyler Boyd. Oh, that's fair. I mean, that's You fair. know, he, I mean, he fell Probably due more. to that. Or, yeah, maybe more. But he was a big drop. But Yeah. Uh, Lennox, when she was a riser. I'll go to the running backs here, and this is a guy who I honestly thought might be higher in my ranks, but Chris Carson went from RB29 to RB23, and why I started at 29 is because when we originally did the ranks, it was, was before free agency, and it did not seem like free uh, Seattle was going to sign him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know where he was going to go, so once he was officially signed by the Seahawks, like he needs to rise up ranks because mm-hmm. that is an offense that's going to run the ball you don't have necessarily, like, Rashad Penny's there, but, like, Chris Carson has shown that he is the man when he's there. So I want to see, like, kind of where you guys have him, because 23 feels low to me for a guy that has RB1 upside, at least in, like, a single-year redraft situation. But the guys I had right above him, like, they feel like they definitely need to be above him. So Mixon was my RB20. He has a new deal as well. I like the upgraded Bengals offense. So, like, he's for sure ahead of Carson in my head. Jacobs, he's running back 21, definitely a faller. And we mentioned in a previous episode that he, he did slide in my running back three ranks, but he's only 23 years old, was just the running back eight overall. So, like, I still feel like he's ahead of Carson to me. And then Javante Williams, he ended up as my RB22, slotting him in there, being a rookie. Um, and he's going to have Gordon, like we mentioned, to start the season. But once he gets out of that, he's going to be a beast. So, like, all those guys seem like they should be ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like 23 feels low for Chris Carson, who is a guy who has that running back, running back one upside when Seahawks want to run the ball so much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I so I have him at RB 20. Okay. So I'm not that far off oh, from shit. you. Like immediately, like immediately behind him, for example, are Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. So basically, Dude, I guess Miles the, Sanders below Chris Carson. Yes. That's okay. fair. I love. I won't. Dude, t- I, don't, I think, but that's fair. I won't take up time on this podcast arguing with you. I was gonna, I actually have Miles Sanders as a loser, but I'm, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, right. Gain- this second, I think Gainwell is going to siphon passing game work from it's him. Souped up Boston Scott. I know it really. Nick sucks. Sirianni, who had Naheem Hines last year, drafted Kenneth Gainwell, who's an elite pass catching running back, undersized, mm-hmm. very fast. Just keep an eye out for that. Miles Sanders is a loser for me, but anyway, yeah, I have Chris too. Carson. Always has been. That's <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Oh. RB eight last year. <laughs> But yeah, I have like <laughs> when I owned him. Like that's, a, that's as high as I can get Chris Carson. But I love that like the the <laughs> argument of like the last two years, like both of them, like all off season. Yeah, they've just, just been <laughs> down. We're, just, we're arguing over just poop. Yeah, you know, like, I know. Just a couple no, of low end RB two. Yeah. you guys are getting fired up about. <laughs> 
I actually, I have, I thought I'd have Chris Carson right around. I have him at twenty five. Ooh, okay. I, so I have Javante and Etienne at eighteen, nineteen, Montgomery at twenty. Uh-huh. But above him, I still have Mixon, Hunt, Jacobs, and then I have Trey Sermon. Okay, because, I, I, okay. Way above I think Chris Carson has got one more year left in his body. That body mm. is one year left, and he will be getting hurt every time he gets touched. I was thinking that two so, years ago when I drafted Rashad Penny, but he's still trucking. Went, yeah, he's still trucking, not getting that fifth-year option. No, I meant Chris Carson's still trucking. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, like looking at the guys like 20 and later, how many can you guarantee have more than one year of like very solid production? None. None. Like, does Miles Sanders have more than one year of really good production? I don't know. Who knows? Or lower, so. No, I know, but I, I'm just going off my ranks. Like, yes. Who knows? Yes. No, Josh about, Jacobs, honestly, like, who knows? Like, that no, sucks, but, like, I don't know. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, who knows? Yeah. Mixon, Montgomery, Montgomery, who knows? Like, they replaced or get injured. Like, yeah. yeah. And so I, I just really shoot. like his opportunity on the Seahawks. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I just love the player, Chris Carson. So that's why yeah. I have him there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I am not hating that you guys have yeah. that high. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. he seems like, like, from our just – previous conversation with trade value, it seems like a guy that you would never get what his actual value is True. in a trade. So, like, For if you sure. have him and you're any sort of contender, like, you need to just roll with him. Yeah. Let him buck. Let him get all those carries. Like, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. But otherwise, like, you're never going to trade him away and, like, probably get yeah. his yeah. actual value back. In a redraft, I'd have him, like, or on a one-year, I'd have him way higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just am projecting, like, one year and then fall off, like, dramatically. That's fair. All right, Burbs, give yeah. us a give us a riser. A riser. I am going to say, what's my riser? All right, I'm just going to talk about my guy since we have 15 minutes left. He's someone that I thought would go late or did, wouldn't even get drafted, and he didn't get drafted. Oh, but, but for an undrafted free agent, hold on, it's the best. Pro- probably landing spot he could have gone to. Uh, Jared Patterson to Washington. <laughs> you, I had to. I had to. Um, Is he the Buffalo running back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah He's the good. Buffalo running back. Yeah. Reminds yeah. me a lot of Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. But uh, you game. look at their – you look at their uh, – he had – no. He had draft capital. I understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Nothing, what? Nothing. No, no, no. I was just making a joke. He's also that, he, that Devin Singletary <laughs> sucks. Well, yeah, the Devin Singletary is not very good, and he had third-round draft yeah. capital. So so, like, this, <laughs> this is the worst Devin Singletary. It's a discount Devin. My whole – I'm going to keep this short. For an undrafted free agent like Jared Patterson, going to the Washington football team optimizes his value, I think, as an undraft because he has Antonio Gibson and then J.D. McKissick. There is no one else there. So he's going to make the roster – and he's a pass catching specialist. I think. I think he can do that a lot, dude. He didn't catch a single pass I, last year. I, I, I Wait, s- what happened to Darius Guys? <laughs> dude, he literally didn't catch a single pass in twenty twenty. I don't even know if he had a target. Sounds like JD Kissick st- spot safe. That's what I heard. <laughs> I, I, dude, I've read things that he can catch the ball though. Like that is what he'd be used for. Drafted by Washington. Bro, I've read that Antonio All I think Gibson is, he's, is a god and that no one will ever replace him. So, All right. I'm going to stop because all you guys are going to do is make fun of this. All I'm saying is being undrafted, this was the best spot he could have gone no, to. No, I, I, I get Because it. he's going to make the roster. He yeah, will make the roster on this team. So if, you're, if you want to take a shot on a fourth round or even after the rookie draft, you go spend some yeah. waiver wire. Hey. Jared Patterson. Sounds a lot like James Robinson to me. Ooh. 
You that don't want that guy. to happen. It's Gibson who would be getting fornetted. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so Jared Patterson for that one year that he was RB4. <laughs> <laughs> true. true, true. Um, Pass catching so... specialist. Another Birdback strikes again. I know. <laughs> I, dude, I've, I've, read, I've read articles and analysts that say, like, <laughs> That no, he didn't do it at Buffalo, but he's got that skill set. Buffalo just didn't use it that way. Oh man! All right, well, that's what they would say. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give my riser for running back, and it's kind of for like an entire offense. Um, and that is the Buffalo Bills. And hear me out. Whoa. So, Gabe Davis around the running backs. De- Moss, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary are obvious winners because they did not draft a running back at all. So, Cole Beasley. If you have them. If you have Monster Singletary, you're happy because you Are still you? have a starting running back. Yeah. No, I mean you're as happy as you can be with having those two garbage <laughs> you players. Have to look at that lineup. <laughs> They're yes. a starting running if back. If you can't see, Langer is doing constant air quotes right yeah. now. <laughs> so they will still have like they'll still get a little bit of work at least, and the hope is that one of them takes over and can like. Oh, I think you're gonna say back. one gets like brutally injured, so the other takes. Oh, over. I mean, I guess that could be part of it, but I don't want to go there. But you then don't if. Put that out. Again, if you have Josh Allen and the and guys in the passing game, you're happy because they didn't take like a first round running back. Which, if they did, I feel like that would signify that oh. they wanted to go more balanced approach, run the ball a little I more. Like Josh Allen might lose some goal line attempts. Who knows? Mm-hmm. The passing game might be a little cut back. So I think you're happy that way because the offense is going to basically remain the same. Yep. Diggs is still going to get a ton of targets. Josh Allen's still going to vulture every goal line touch. Um. So I just think like that whole offense is a winner for fantasy purposes. Um, Even the running backs, because like you're getting the same thing. And what were they like running back thirty four? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like that. Like I'm saying they're a winner because they didn't, they didn't get draft replaced. anybody. They didn't get replaced, and I think you saying the have, whole winner for the is the offense because nothing changed, sure. and they were one of the best offenses in football. Okay, and you. Have I think to, that's what he said. And I was saying that you have to have hope that one of them takes over somehow. Sure. Like, before yeah. Moss got hurt, he was getting a lot more work. Like he was playing a lot more snaps in Singletary towards the end of the year and in the playoff game um, before he hurt his ankle. So, if I had to bet on one, I'd bet on Moss. Um, I don't really want either one of them. But if you have them, congratulations. You didn't lose uh, during the draft, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If they would have gotten Michael Carter, that would have been the funniest. Oh, my God. We were hoping for it. Just a clone of the (laughs) of Singletary. (laughs) Zach Moss over Singletary, though I think for everyone. for most people. I I I have him above. Yeah. Yep. But I get what you're saying. The whole offense is a winner because it didn't change, and it was one of the best top three offenses in football. Exactly. Josh Allen was QB one. Diggs was wide receiver one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the running backs didn't get usurped. So I I I get it. I like it. Lennox, you want to give us a faller? Yeah, I will. Uh, so I'll go to the running back position. And I just needed to quantify it, but James Robinson is officially a faller uh, after that NFL draft. So he went from my running back 16 to my running back 34. Um, and it sucks because of the drop. That's It's not his fault. It's the fact that ETN showed up on his doorstep. But the new regime in Jacksonville, they have no connection to Robinson. They were not there last year. Jacksonville, the worst team in the NFL, they had needs at so many different positions, decided to take a first-round running back instead of keeping the cheap, undrafted contract of James Robinson for the next two years. It makes sense if you don't think about it. Decided that. to spend millions on a first-round rookie running back um, who was also best friends with their new quarterback. So Robinson, we heard the reason he was so good was he was a workhorse. He got 90-plus percent of the opportunities mm-hmm. last year, and that is gone now. That is 100% gone. Yep. Carlos Hyde shows up, 
ETN shows up. So now the best, best, best case I can imagine for James Robinson is he somehow starts the year starting and he gets maybe 60% of snaps and limited if any passing work. And that's a best case. That is not a running back that you want. Like the running back one production is gone. Any dreams of that, it's, that's a fall it's, from it's gone. So to me, like he only really holds cuff value now if the other people in the backfield get hurt. He needs volume to be relevant, so an injury is the only way I think he would get that volume, sadly. So in my ranks, he ended up one behind A.J. Dillon and right ahead of Tony Pollard. So those are the high-value cuffs. But to me, that's the only way you're going to get the value for James Robinson at this point is, yep. is through a cuff situation. So yeah. he just naturally was a dropper because the team decided that they hate him. Hate him. Yeah. They hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it quick because I want to get to one more riser that like I mean we can go over the hour. We can we can make Oh it yeah, that's right. We figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. okay. So we're doing fallers right now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go along with Okay, there's two guys. I'm gonna mention them both because well no. Okay. Robert Tunyon. He like a lot of people oh, had him as like a sleeper tight end. Mm-hmm. Maybe was gonna be the next, you know, Kittle, like very athletic tight end that's gonna get Big the Kittle. only way he was gonna be able to reach that potential is with Aaron Rodgers. It's you know, Devontae Adams didn't fall that. He's still an incredible wide receiver. Yep. He can pro- I think he can produce Without Aaron Rodgers, not wide receiver one numbers, like, you know, he's done. Mm -hmm. But Robert Tunyon is someone that needed Aaron Rodgers. Without him, he is, like, I I don't even want to think of his, like, he's not even a name, even in a tight end premium that I'm thinking about. Especially after they drafted Amari Rodgers. They still have Devontae. Who knows who their QB is going to be. Um, I think he was a huge loss because of this Rodgers situation, yeah. not even due to the draft. Well, um, he was touchdown dependent, and Rodgers threw for like yeah. 40 plus touchdowns I, exactly. this year. Exactly. So like any other quarterback, if mm-hmm. the touchdowns go down, yep. Tunyon's points go down. It's yeah. Brutal, yep. Man. So I, 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 got it. I had to mention because he was getting offseason hype, mm-hmm. and without Rodgers there, he is useless, in my opinion. Yep. Yep. Um, a follower that I have. Uh, so the only tight end follower I had on here was Mike Gesicki, and we already kind of touched on that. Hayden Hurst? Um, well, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't really fall much further than I already had him, but yes, he's Okay, I guess I had him higher than both of you guys did, so. Okay. But yeah, I mean, both of those guys are fallers. I think I saw they declined his fifth-year option. <laughs> they definitely did. <laughs> For some reason, I thought he was so old, but like, oh, they just declined his fifth-year option. No, I know, but he came into the league at like 25. He is that old. Holy crap. Like, he is oh, he's like, only approaching 30. Yeah. When I saw that update, I, would, I laughed, because I'm like, what? How? <laughs> <laughs> Declining Travis Kelsey's fifth year. Three year old Hayden Hurst is <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Kyle Rudolph can't have that fifth year. <laughs> can we bring up that tweet by the way, really quick? Since we're on, like, go for it. The the Giants uh, Twitter page tweeted out a Jim Halpert meme of him, you know, writing on a whiteboard. You know, you asked us to get more offensive weapons, and then it's hit, the next picture is him smiling at the camera. And the bla- the words are so we went and got Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, and Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Why they included Kyle Rudolph in the getting offensive weapons He's piece? A pillow, I thought yeah. was so funny. They got Dan Jones's pillow. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you got your eighth offensive <laughs> choice. That's awesome. Evan Ingram. He's a brick. It's like yeah. brick. can't catch the ball. Kyle Rudolph pillow catches everything. You you know Kirk Cousins is talking to Dan Jones, dude. That dude's a pillow man. You, you like just trust him. 
Um, so my follow, we've actually talked about a majority of my followers. We've just covered off on them. Um, I'll just mention a quick again, just Melvin Gordon. Um, we talked about him when we were talking yeah. about Javante. He had a ton of value for this one year, but now I think that's cut pretty significantly because that projected workload is definitely taking a big hit. Um, which Javante Williams coming in the second round, um, who I really like, but Mike, you want to give us, how about, how about we just do one more riser and end it on a good note here? Yeah. Okay. Yep. One more riser. Um, so for my personal ranks, it, it would be Kenny Galladay. So he rose from wide receiver 22 to 18 once he was signed by the giants. And it was one of the few of maybe not the only like four year deal. Like he might've been the only receiver that teams actually wanted to invest in long-term from this free agency period. Like once he was given that he is the clear number one target in that offense. You got to deal with Saquon. They just drafted Kadarius Tony, but a completely different skill set than Galladay. You still have Sterling Shepard, not really worried about him at all. And then Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, like you just mentioned, like I, I just I don't trust them at this point. So Galladay is going to have potential to be the target leader, and again, chance at another double digit touchdown season. But it really just it, it lays on the shoulders of Danny Dimes at this point. If he mm-hmm. takes a step forward, Galladay can be incredible. Galladay has shown that he can produce with bad quarterbacks, so maybe even if Dame Dimes sucks, he still looks good. But it's on his shoulders to take him further than that, but he jumped back into my wide receiver two ranks after the signing because I believe the rank before was without that signing. Mm-hmm. There you go, man. I love it. Burbs. I'm going to stick with the tight ends. Uh, I haven't heard this name a lot on Twitter. This is a riser for you? A riser. Uh, Chris Herndon. I think Chris no. – I think – I, <laughs> he, I mean, his no, situation it, got better. It's fair. He's definitely the starting tight end on that team. He's in a contract year, so he has to perform to get paid. Mm-hmm. He uh, and the tight end is a rook, and the tight end and the running back are the rookie QB's best friend. He's a riser. He didn't go that up in my rankings, but for. He he! I think he moved up four spots in my rankings. He's the starting tight end on that team with a new regime, a rookie QB. Because okay, he's a riser because Chris Herndon was what bottom floor, mm-hmm. like as low as you could get. He, some life was breathed into him. Okay, that's okay. what I'm saying. We got one little blip on the like. Yeah, we got yeah. One, little blip. one little blip because there was nothing going on. And now I think you got to start at least thinking about Herndon again. Well, That's why he's a riser. Not a huge true. riser, but so got to remember his name. My perspective on tight ends. So, like, I started to re-rank them, and I stopped at eight because I do not care after eight. So, like, <laughs> I, it, Kittle, Kelsey, yeah, Waller, Pitts, Hawk, Fant, Goddard, Andrews. If you do not have one of those guys, have as many tight ends on your team as possible. Take the shotgun approach because I don't trust anyone outside of that. And we've seen, like, I mean – Kittle came out of nowhere. Waller came out of nowhere. Andrews kind of came out of nowhere. So, like, you can find these guys. Maybe Herndon turns into it. But if you do not have one of those top eight tight ends, like, I would be terrified. If, mm-hmm. Like, for my tight end position, I may be in a rebuild because of that, like, single position. Yeah. Because it's so much better. Like, if you have one of those eight, you can at least contend with other people in the league. If you don't, though, like, I would literally just try to get as many on my team as possible yep. who start across the league yep. because yep. it's no, brutal I agree. outside of that eight. Or try I, I want to be – I have Chris Herndon as my tight end 20. Like, I just want to – I want <laughs> to put that out there. <laughs> but I, I did want to name a riser that was more obvious. I wanted to say a name that I, do, I haven't heard 
No, that's fair. Due to the draft. I like it. And I think Herndon needs to be mentioned because of the new regime, Zach Wilson. Like, yep. don't, just don't forget about him. No, that's fair. all. That You know, he's still my tight end 20 over. 49ers regime, new kettle. Yeah. Oh. New oh. Kettle. I, I, was, I was actually thinking about that on the way over here, how I'm coming around the Jets offense. I am. I, I know. know. I know you've been saying that for a while, Lennox. You've yeah. been like... It's not well, Gase anymore, man. It's I, like it's not like Michael Carter. I'm not super excited, but like oh. I would have loved the running back that went there. So maybe I need to be more excited about Michael Carter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm I'm coming around. Like Zach Wilson, he like he can be good. I mean, they took him number two for a reason. Hundred percent. Yeah. They got yeah whatever Michael Carter. Who cares? But then they have Denzel Mims. They draft Elijah Moore in the top of the second. They have Denzel your boy, Mims. Was- your guy Chris Herndon. They got. Um, I think I already mentioned Denzel Mims, but then they got Crowder, who you love, Lennox. Still got him. Like this, and they got they drafted, or they not didn't draft. They saw, or they hired. That's the word, Robert <laughs> Sala from the 49ers. Yes. So this offense and this whole team in general can take a big U turn and get back on track mm-hmm. and be good. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna write off that team because of what Gase did to them, and I guess with how sad they've been as a franchise for the last. I don't know. Forty years. I don't yeah, know. Even was, even with Mark Sanchez, they like even though they Mark made Sanchez. it. Like that was the <laughs> last. The that best, was the last yeah. time. That was the last time they were relevant. And honestly. even when <laughs> they were relevant, it was still a sad team. Well, oh, their yeah. defense was sweet. It was, yeah, it was their know, yeah. And exactly. led by Rex but that was Ryan. butt fumble. That was, was. butt fumble. Yeah, that was, that was towards the end of the Mark Sanchez era. Though. But that was like their best era in the most recent time is butt fumble. Yeah, as far as as long as we've been alive, for sure. Yeah, Rex Ryan and butt fumble. <laughs> That's their most no- and then before that was that running back that they had that's sick. <laughs> they had Joe Namath who won a Super Bowl, didn't they? No, the running back that's like incredible from the Jets. Never mind. Nothing is bothering in my head. I, just, I don't know if I'm just, like, I just remembering, but killed this podcast. No, no I'm dude, so I'm, I'm sure they did have someone. Um they did have Ladanian Tomlinson at one point, but that, that wasn't was where he was known. Yeah. You guys are so missing someone. I know. No, I'm sure like, we are. End of his career, Corey Dillon or anything? Yeah, they had Corey Dillon, didn't they? Yeah, but he was like, I think he's more known on the Patriots. Yeah, he definitely is. You guys are going to freak out. Chris Martin. Chris oh. Martin. Thank you, Adam. Shout out, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think Martin. of it either, but yeah. Anyways, no, you're it, right. it went from Curtis Martin to Rex Ryan butt fumble. And this is the best Jets team we've seen since then. So, oh yeah, they did have Matt Forte That's for a little right. bit. <laughs> yeah, but that they was, like having that was, running backs. That was the end late. Of their that was after the Bears Matt Forte. Yeah. No, I know. Um, Anyways, off topic. And the last riser I want to bring up. Uh, we haven't brought up any quarterbacks, so I'm bringing yeah. up Jalen Hurts. He was my yeah. He was my <laughs> biggest riser. He's my number one quarterback winner, absolutely. Um, I got really nervous when they traded up to number ten. I was sweating. Because uh, as you guys have uh, followed along with, I traded for him a few weeks ago, and uh, it's been a little uh, nerve-wracking since then, especially <laughs> when the Eagles traded up to 10. And Fields was on the Fields board. Fields <laughs> and Mac Jones were both on the board, and I had no idea what they were going to do, and my night would have been much worse. But thankfully, they selected Hertz's old college weapon, Devonta Smith, instead. Um, so that gives me quite a bit of confidence in him, at least for this year. That they're pretty committed to him. They're they got him his weapon from Alabama, Devonta Smith. They drafted a lineman. There's linemen coming back, so he's gonna have a lot more protection this year. And he should have better weapons overall in general. Um I do still think his job is in jeopardy after this year with all the capital they have. Um, but next year's quarterback class is supposed to be pretty bad. So who knows? I still wouldn't bet on him being the starter after this year. Um, but 
there is some hope. If he impresses, who knows? If he like the Eagles definitely want him to be the guy because then they won't have to spend a pick mm-hmm. on a quarterback next year. They can just build around this um, core that they have right now. But um, he's absolutely a number one winner for me. Um, so yeah, he'll be fun to watch. So we'll see. We'll see what he can do this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's the biggest QB riser for me. Uh-huh. You know, for sure, surviving the surviving the NFL draft. Yeah, I didn't really have QB risers. I had QB fallers though. Did you? Yeah. Number one was Tannehill. I mean, he went from my QB 11 to 17, and that's most, mostly just due to losing Corey Davis mm. and John. Yeah, they did nothing to replace him. I don't understand. A team. So, like, I, he was previously a low-end QB 1 kind of in my eyes. Like, he was performing at least mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. At least in Tennessee. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of gone now. I mean, it's just like if A.J. Brown even got hurt, like, who who the hell is he throwing to? Yeah. Like, and, yeah, and then Jared Goff. I mean, like, Lions have no receivers. Like, we – I don't even – do we shit on Amon Ra? Like – No. We didn't I even d- do that. So, like, that's his I best can, weapon. I if you want me to. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. his best weapon in, in the yeah, wide receiver room. It is. Yeah. Which is just sad. Mm-hmm. So, like, he had to drop to. God. This All is right. Jared Goff's last year starting for an NFL team. I'm just going to mention Amon Ra St. Brown. I don't hate the player, all right? No, just, I, 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 mean, I get it. Just I get, get it. that out there. I do not hate the player. I hate the draft capital. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Taglier, who I don't know if you guys follow. He's a fantasy yep, guy. I do. He tweeted this yesterday that there has been no wide receiver. I don't remember the time frame it was, but it's a while. There's been no day three wide receiver that's been like top or there's been no fourth round wide receiver. So, so it's pretty specific. Yeah. That's been top 50 in like the last however many years. Like quite a few years. So, I mean, maybe their situations aren't as great as Amon Ra. But if you're betting on this, you're betting, again, not only against the base rates of just fourth round picks in general, but you're betting against this additional thing where fourth round receivers just don't even hit ever hardly. Mm-hmm. So you absolutely do not take him above almost anyone from day two and earlier. Do not absolutely don't take him over any first round players like Mac Jones. I don't know why in the hell you would ever do that or advise people to do that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you get paid to make comments like that, I don't think you should get paid anymore. But um, that is horrific. But the only guys on day two I would take him above are Tutu Atwell because he's oh my god, you guys know how <laughs> I feel about Tutu Atwell. Yeah. I think yeah. And maybe Dwayne Eskridge, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. But that's like that's it, wide receivers wise. Like I, I just, I just do not. I would like, take Amon Ra over Dwayne Eskridge. That's fine. I, I mean, I, you're getting the you're getting the possible wide receiver one that, for a yeah. team. Sure. That, that's what it comes down. Like to. yeah, but that's like end of the second, early third. Oh third, yeah, yes. third. I don't even. I have no idea where that's going to end. If you're going to take your shot on somebody, do it on the a possible wide receiver one, no matter what team it is. Over the for sure wide receiver three, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. Now, one thing I want to bring up: this is kind of just with your hit rates thing, and this is specific to rookie drafts and our leagues. Mm-hmm. So, second round rookie draft running backs taken over the past three years have been, I think it was Justice Hill, it was Singletary, Singletary and it was uh, the Rams Henderson. Henderson, mm-hmm. you got. Keyshawn Vaughn, like, second. So that's going to be, for this year's draft, like, the Trey Sermon, Michael Carters. of Like, they do not hit from our recent experience. Like, Antonio Gibson somehow slid into the third round, so, like, he's kind of, like, what you're hoping for. He, he, he looks like to, to be an anomaly. But it just, like, if the running backs fall to the second round of rookie drafts, there's usually some sort of reason why people don't like them or they're not as hyped, and it, yep. the hit rates are low. So I'm just a little worried, like... 
Sermon and, and Michael Carter a little bit, too. I don't know if you guys are at all, but... No, I, I mean, I, I have... Yeah, I, I don't sorry. think they'll be first-round picks in rookie drafts. Just oh, with God, the depth. No. I have Michael Carter at 20 mm-hmm. and Trey Sermon slightly above that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. even I love Trey Sermon and I love the 49ers landing spot. Still worries me. Mm-hmm. Like, there are three running backs that I'd be totally okay taking. Everyone else... I think I'd rather just take a shot on a receiver. Yeah. Like, yeah. because they're... Because there's you know, day two receivers, and that's yeah. like, that's really good NFL draft capital. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned, like the last two one. years, the last running... Like, those second-round, third-round running backs and rookie drafts are... They're going to kill <laughs> What did he weigh in as? 149. Dude, I weighed 149 in, like, what, sixth grade, seventh grade? My dick weighs 149. <laughs> Listening until an hour and eight minutes. You <laughs> yeah. just got that gem from Burbank. <laughs> that popped into your brain. <laughs> That's what he's talking about when he says he doesn't think before he speaks. So. No. <laughs> kind of like my Jared Patterson is a pass catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I read an article, okay? I'm All here right. to entertain. You guys got anything else before we close the show here? Uh, um, no. It is I the best part about this entire offseason right now Nothing to do with the draft is fuck you, Packers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I guess we're a little bit, but love. yeah. So that's that's all I got. Nice. Yeah. Yep. All right, boys. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We are the Dynasty Alphas, and we'll be back next week. So two two in the first, right? Yeah. Get some dingers tonight, Oh, we're gonna smash some dingers, dude. My name's Alex Burback, and I hit dingers. <laughs> I'm gonna go crush a juicy loose. I know for a fact you don't hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like a dinger guy.